Is the SSBX infiltrated by the FBI? Is traditional Catholicism in general infiltrated by the FBI? We're going to discuss that here on the TKR podcast. So maybe you heard the news, maybe you didn't. The FBI has been, it seems, trying to find a way to infiltrate into traditional Catholic communities not too far from the Richmond area, uh, the greater Washington area, if you will, uh, about or trying to infiltrate in order to find a way to see what's going on with these pesky, radical traditionalists. Diane Montagna, who writes for The Remnant, tweeted yesterday that House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan confirms FBI plan to, quote-unquote, engage in outreach to leadership of SSPX chapels in Richmond area to, quote-unquote, sensitize these congregations to warning signs of radicalization and to enlist their assistance to serve as suspicious activity tripwires. She retweeted uh, Jim Jordan, Representative Jim Jordan, who said, We now know the FBI, relying on information derived from at least one undercover employee, sought to use local religious organizations as a quote-unquote new avenues, as new avenues for tripwire and source development. And then he posted a letter, uh, he called it chilling with all the information there. You can look that up online um, if you'd like to. We're not going to go over every detail of the letter here. Instead, we're going to sort of deal with what does this even mean? What does it mean in if we, if we read things like the FBI plan to engage in outreach to leadership? Does that mean that there has been infiltration in your local SSBX chapel or your traditional parish in the Richmond area? Is that what it means? Well, let's consider a few things. Before I continue, I want to say that I did speak with a friend of mine. I do have friends in the intelligence community, in the American intel community. I spoke with a friend of mine, and I got the lowdown of what was actually going on. Because what we're going to do here is we're going to discuss, okay, are we making a mountain out of a molehill? Is this sort of just a non-issue thing that has been blown up? Or is it actually, you know, evidence of... You know, 10 minutes from now, Joe Biden's going to send the FBI to knock on your door if you pray the rosary. What's going on here? Well, my friend said that, you know, really this is somewhere in the middle. It's cause for alarm, but it also needs a little bit of context as well. It is the case, according to my friend, that there are woke intelligence analysts in the FBI headquarters and the Richmond field office. Basically, he said that they're just kids. I mean, there's these young people who do work within the FBI and they are what are called intelligence analysts. So this is a de facto operation of the FBI, uh, but we have to understand where this comes from. So what's an intelligence analyst? Well, essentially, people get involved in the FBI. They get involved in intelligence gathering with the various national, international policing organizations within the United States, and they have a job, and that job is to gather intelligence. Essentially, they're always looking for threats. They're looking around to find you know, where the boogeyman is, and there's nothing inherently devious or conspiratorial about this. This makes total sense. I mean, if you are a police, even of a local community, uh, you know, you're going to try to talk to people who are part of communities of people that may or may not represent a threat. And often you're not really even sure, uh, if there's a threat in that community and that's why you want to gather intelligence. So the act of gathering intelligence and then sort of looking into that 
isn't necessarily the same thing as the FBI sees your community as a threat. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just trying to give it context. So according to my friend, it seems like in this case, there are many of these woke intelligence analysts, these IAs in the FBI. And for many people who join the federal policing services, uh, they're very, they're concerned. They concern themselves with wanting to have a promotion. They want to find a way to the next step on the corporate chain. There are definitely many patriots. There are many people within these organizations that would call themselves something like a mega Republican. Although generally speaking, these people keep their mouths shut and they don't wear their politics on their sleeve. That's not necessarily a bad thing. We do not, you know, as partisan as we may be to a right-wing political framework, at the same time, we don't necessarily want to turn these political or these policing agencies into arms of political maneuvering. And the reason is, is because that's kind of what the KGB does. That's what the Stasi does. I mean, when your policing organization becomes the thought police full, you know, full out, when it becomes the de facto arm of the reigning government to squash dissent, it goes from being a policing organization to a paramilitary organization that acts for a political party. You don't want that. So even if you're a traditionally minded, conservative, uh, mega patriot, as much as you want to have these policing forces filled with people that think like you, you also don't want them just in practice and in principle to become political political organizations per se. But at the same time, because these are organizations that are that are that are overseen ultimately by the federal government, they are political, <laughs> and there's no way to avoid that, at least to a degree. So my friend explained to me that often what happens is, and this this could be under a right wing administration, this could be under a left wing administration. Presently, the American people are under a left wing administration, a very socialist, communist minded Biden administration, and because of that, the woke agenda rules the day. So if you want to get ahead with the appointed powers that be, and you want to make yourself look real special and get a promotion, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to try to find threats that are in conjunction or or congruent with the narrative. So if the narrative is that these Christians, especially these Catholics, especially these traditional Catholics, you know, are these rosary extremists as the Atlantic called us. If that's the narrative, then if you can find a way to officially turn a given group into a boogeyman, at least worthy of some sort of surveillance, then you're going to get an attaboy and you're going to suck up to your boss and you're going to propose these ideas to them by putting together these reports and hopefully they're going to bite, they're going to take the bait, and then you're going to look like the person who had the ingenious idea to go after these organizations. When this happens, the reports get disseminated to field offices then the office makes a call whether to follow through and assess if the threat is real or not. And this is where the rubber meets the road. So the step that it's at right now is, or at least it seems like this is the step that it's been at. We don't really know how far this stuff has gone and Jim, Representative Jim Jordan is trying to find out. But basically the step that it's at now is in the intelligence gathering. So what does this mean? Well, again, after these offices have received these reports, then they're going to make a call whether to follow through and assess it or not. And I want to just uh, take a little sidetrack here. Reports like this, according to my friend in the intelligence community, reports like this are always circulating. And, you know, we don't hear about the vast majority of them um, because essentially, again, for better or for worse, there is an intelligence gathering arm of the intel community, and they're kind of just looking to see what they're looking for. It's not uncommon for things like this to happen. And in fact, this might have happened if you're a conservative 
this has probably happened in some, or, or likely has happened in some community that you belong to. Could be a gun club, could be the local, you know, veteran support, you know, lodge or whatever. I mean, it's some, something, you know, some local uh, patriot, you know, military, world war, or uh, you know, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, goodness, civil war reenactment group or something like that. You know, they're looking for people who have this mentality that it's about, you know, God and country and guns. They're looking because in the minds of these intelligence gathering communities, obviously people who have very patriotic ideals, who also have access to weapons, you can put two and two together and you understand that this is an, this is an easy target for at least intelligence gathering about whether or not there's something wrong going on in these groups. Now, often this happens and they find there's nothing wrong. And in fact, I mean, you know, I'm a Canadian, but I'm having a lot of American friends and spending some time in the United States. I would find that, you know, gun owners and things are usually the most law-abiding people possible. Um, and uh, they don't really have any revolutionary uh, desires in their bones. They just want to protect themselves, protect their families, and, you know, exercise their constitutional rights. And there's nothing wrong with that. So these sorts of things do happen all the time. Now, because the administration that Americans are under right now is woke and leftist, that means that, again, they're going to go fishing in these groups that seem to be against the narrative. But the opposite is also true when you're under a different administration. Uh, if you were under a right-wing administration, this intelligence gathering is still going to go on. So in a situation like that, you wouldn't be surprised if they basically found an intelligence analyst or some sort of field officer to go and, I guess you could use the word infiltrate or at least uh, survey, surveil, or just observe some sort of left-wing community. So this could be, you know, so-and-so goes to the local Antifa gathering. This is not to make an equivalency between traditional Catholics who attend the SSPX and Antifa, but I'm, I'm just trying to make an analogy here. It could be something as, as, as benign as... Um, we know that sometimes environmentalists do crazy things like, you know, strap themselves to train tracks or, you know, in the, in the worst cases, they blow up machinery that's being used for logging. That sort of thing has happened in the past. So they might find a particularly zealous environmentalist group, which would be a leftist cause, and they go and they just kind of attend meetings or maybe try to find a way to volunteer. And it's very innocuous. Usually nothing happens, but unless this sort of thing happens across the board and always has. But under the present administration, we're talking about a left-wing administration, which means we're talking about a skepticism, a narrative that is against the right wing. So at this point, it seems that this idea was at least considered. And now at this point, the leadership is going to get a feel. They're going to, uh, the leadership of these various field offices is going to say, okay, what's our course of action? And my friend told me that essentially... What happens is in a, in a case like this, and he saw this in many, many instances, and again, on different sides of the political spectrum, they basically put informers into the parish community or whatever community it is. Now, they're not really spies, but what they are is they're just people who show up and they go there just to look like one of the parishioners, one of the volunteers, whatever, get into the congregation, and then they provide information. Um, they're not going to send... G.I. Joes into the congregation. You're not going to know who these people are. I mean, sometimes there are certain cases where maybe they're, they, you know, they make a mistake. But he said to me, you know, they're not going to send in some guy who looks like Captain America. They're going to send in some intelligence officer or some sort of you know, whatever position the person would have. This person's going to be like a five foot six, forgettably looking female with her hair up in a bun, 
some reading glasses on. She's going to look like somebody who's just there to go to the old mass. She's going to float around at the coffee hour after and just ask questions and so on and so forth. It's not like uh, you're going to see the KGB knocking down the doors and sitting in on your mass. So if this has ever happened in your community, you would probably never have known. And there'd be no way you could know. After that, after this person has uh, assessed, hey, maybe this is worth looking into more, then at that point, they're going to make a decision about a further step. In this case, we see in these reports from Diane Montagna and Jim Jordan that basically the MO here is to try and get cozy with the leadership to see if there's any problems and to quote unquote sensitize the people to the potential problems. What does that mean? Well, if they believe there are reasons to be concerned, rightly or wrongly, just for the sake of whether, they, whether or not they believe it, if they believe it, then at that case, they're going to talk to the leadership and they're going to say, hey, father so-and-so, hey, pastor so-and-so, you know, you got a real good thing going on here and I know you're a good guy and et cetera, et cetera. But just so you know, we have heard amongst your congregants during coffee and donut hour that they do have some ideas about the federal government, and we know that these people are heavily armed. They tend to be right-wing conservatives. And the problem is, is that in American history, we've seen, you know, situations X, Y, and Z take place. And sadly, they started off in religious communities like this. Now, we're not saying your community is going to do this. We're not accusing of anything. All we're saying is, you know, if you could just let us know if something weird is going on, it would be a great service to the country and it would ultimately be a great service to your organization because we could stop something terrible from happening before it happens. Now, on the one hand, this is a totally understandable method of policing. Um, and again, this friend of mine, he said, this is the way that for good reasons, the FBI has operated because they, you know, at least in theory, don't want to become the KGB. If you come in and start putting in spies and moles, then at this point, you have a political policing organization. You have a secret police. This is a way that the FBI and other organizations have operated where they can essentially respect the actual constitutional rights, not overstep any boundaries, but at the same time make connections. Another thing that they'll do is they might talk to some of the older parishioners, older people, and say, you know, hey, grandma so-and-so, you got a great thing going here, et cetera, et cetera. You know, here's my card. If you hear any of these young mega Republican guys talking about storming the Capitol, we wouldn't want another January 6 on our hands, and we wouldn't want this to stain, you know, to, to, to tarnish your religious community. Could you please give us a call before it gets wacky? At least at that point, we can monitor, we can ask the person something, and guess what? You know, you're going to help us to help them. Again, the actual methodology behind that is entirely reasonable. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm just saying if you do live in a place where you don't have a KGB as your policing organization, you would hope that your policing organizations would act like that. I would like to know if I was running a, you know, Patriot gun rights, you know, Thursday night men's club. I don't know. I'm making it up here. And we get together to talk about our guns and target shoot. And it's just a good old time. And, but there is a undercurrent of some interesting fellas who are getting some crazy ideas and they're ready to go postal. I mean, it would be nice to know, to be honest. I mean, it would, I mean, that would be helpful. You would not want that to to tarnish your organization. You don't want to be involved with that. Goodness gracious, you don't want to be involved with some sort of domestic threat. Again, none of this is to say that this is anywhere present in these communities. It's just to say that MO of policing is a very civilized way of policing. But there's a problem. There's a huge problem with what's happening right now. The problem is, is that 
society, the American civilization, politically has lost its ever-loving mind. The FBI, although not officially a, a political organization, of course, has an aspect of politics to it. And we have seen under the Biden administration that this organization has been weaponized to do the bidding of the corrupt individuals in the government. We saw how uh, the poor fellow Mark Huck, Huck, however you pronounce it, was pulled out of his house, you know, arrested in front of his children, guns drawn, 20-something officers, a bunch of cars, seven in the morning, because of some, you know, basically trumped up charge that was nothing, and they made a mountain out of a molehill. And why did they do it? They did it to make an example of a faithful Catholic pro-life individual who was visible in the pro-life community and whose organization and ministry worked against the narrative of the Biden administration. So this situation, even if the methods are not necessarily sketchy per se, and they are standard with how intelligence communities do operate, and again, there's good reason for that, even if that's not the problem, the fact that we live in a situation, that we live in a time where we know the FBI has been weaponized against faithful Catholics to the point of this insane raid on Mark Huck's house, that's a problem. Now, the situation is different because in the case of Mark Huck, in the case of his situation, there was a, a bogus and it ended up getting, you know, he ended up winning his case after all was said and done. If you follow his story, he was not guilty of anything. There was a bogus sort of pseudo assault charge based on some, I don't know if it was technically assault, but some sort of conflict based on this altercation he had with a very pro-abortion, anti-pro-life activist who Mark Hook rightly believed was getting into him and his son's personal space and was a physical threat. And he dealt with that physical threat. I think he just shoved them. I mean, it wasn't anything major, but nonetheless, there was, there was some sort of charge pending, some sort of action pending on his record. So I think that the, that the justice uh, authorities at that point were able to weaponize that situation and move in against him unjustly, wrongly. Nonetheless, it was a very isolated circumstance. Thank God it turned out to be okay for him. So there's not a direct parallel here. It's not as if there are charges against people in this uh, traditional Catholic community. It's not, as, it's, not as, it's not as if it's anything of the sort. But nonetheless, we know that the trigger finger of the FBI is itchy, and it's looking to take out faithful Catholics. So is this a mountain out of a molehill? Molehill. Uh, or is this something that we should be sounding the alarm about? Ultimately, it seems like in some ways it's kind of down the middle. And because of Joe Biden and who's in and who's in office with him, that it is necessary to take this thing seriously. Again, this does not mean that the FBI has infiltrated the Society of St. Pius X or any traditional Catholic organization. What this means is, is that there was a, a move, a de facto operation of some personnel within the FBI to perform some sort of intelligence gathering within a traditional Catholic community. We have no evidence that they found anything that was worth reporting. Um, and it seems like this probably would not have come to light if it wasn't discovered. Um, but it is nonetheless evidence of a very woke administration, a very woke, in, a very woke infiltration of policing in America. And these motivated intelligence analysts in the FBI and the headquarters and the Richmond field office, who are basically kids, are looking to go after these traditional Catholics. And why is that? Why is that? Well, ultimately, we know that the powers that be dislike Christ. We know that the powers that be 
dislike Catholicism uh, for all the problems with the church. Um, even the woke bishops have never, at least at this point, capitulated on the pro-life cause. There's enough of the, at least a pretending to be orthodox by some of these bishops that even to this day, even in our day and age, when they'll you know, be squishing a whole host of issues, when it comes to pro-life, the bishops are not stopping the March for Life in their diocese, even in a place like Washington, where you have a very woke bishop, there's still permissions for the March for Life, and all the priests are allowed to go, and there's a mass in the cathedral. You know, it's clear that the Catholic Church is enemy is an enemy of the woke powers of the world, even though the Church herself, in her hierarchy, has in some ways sadly become very woke. But the problem is, the real enemy for these individuals in these woke policing organizations is not the Catholic Church writ large. Because the Catholic Church writ large has become politically very weak. The Catholic Church writ large has become very unorthodox. It's become very squishy. It's become very leftist in a lot of the policies. You know, they're capitulating on a whole host of things. But it's the traditional Catholics, the Society of St. Pius X in particular, in this instance, who are the fly in the ointment. And why is that? Because ultimately, traditional Catholics are not going to budge. Traditional Catholics are not going to dispense with the deposit of faith for some sort of political maneuvering. As I said, the Catholic Church as such is an enemy of this woke administration, but they're subdued. They're sedated in most of the parish settings. Joe Biden can walk up and receive communion, and people might be annoyed about it, but he's still receiving communion even though he's objectively you know, in a place where he shouldn't be doing that. So they don't have to worry about them per se. Also, the powers that be within the Catholic Church are becoming more and more hostile to tradition. Isn't that the case? The powers that be in the Catholic Church are becoming more hostile to tradition. So they know, these powers that be, that they're not going to be able to go after the Catholic Church per se. They're not going to get away with, you know, uh, putting some intelligence analyst or intelligence gatherer into a parish of, you know, some woke bishop. They're not going to go into a Cardinal Supich, a Cardinal Supich parish and put somebody in there. They're not going to they're not going to ruin those relationships they have because again the Catholic Church in the mainstream sense is pretty much compromised. But they also know because these people on the left they're savvy, they're evil but they're savvy. They know that if you go after an organization like the SSPX, if you go after a group of traditionalist Catholics, they're not really going to get any support from the local bishop or the hierarchy, are they? Even if they are a traditional order that is not in a controversial canonical situation, the bishops are more than happy to dispense with the traditionalists. In many cases, the traditionalists are just people that are tolerated by the administration. They don't want them there if they don't have to be there. Anyway, so to conclude, this situation is alarming. No one should be saying this isn't a problem. On the other hand, it isn't clear that some sort of massive infiltration has taken place into the SSPX or any traditional community for that matter. Uh, and this is seemingly something that was at the very initial stages of the intelligence gathering operation, which is not an uncommon way of operating within policing services. So what should Catholics do if faced with a situation? You know, it's funny, eh? I live in this country that is very leftist in so many ways up here in Canada, but <laughs> at the same time, um, I have to say, weirdly, this sort of scenario doesn't really exist. We don't really have the types of policing services that could do this, strangely enough. I mean, we're so woke in so many ways. We're so communist in so many ways, but I don't even really think there's a mechanism 
here in Canada for this type of surveillance or infiltration, which is kind of kind of funny. You know, we're so much further to the left in some ways, but we also lack some of the tools that are most effective for the communists. So what a paradox that is. So this isn't going to affect me where I live. Nonetheless, we have other problems. I'm not saying that we don't have our issues, but nonetheless, this is a very specific problem to American Catholics in this area of the United States. So what should you do? Well, pretty simple. You know you're not a domestic terrorist. You know your community is just a community of faithful Catholics. So if you are concerned that there has been some sort of intelligence analyst or operative or whatever kind of coming into your community, then convert them. <laughs> Turn it around on them. They come in and they say, hey, you know, you guys, uh, you guys are really into guns, eh? <laughs> and say, you know what, let's pray the rosary first. Let's talk about it after. If you're a pastor or a priest of one of these parishes or chapels and you're, you know, you're instructed to uh, communicate, say, hey, you know what, why don't you come to our catechism class? You can see what we're all about. You know, I really want to, I want to make sure that you know exactly what we're all about. Um, I'm going to be giving a seminar and we're going to talk about what traditional Catholics believe. You know what, you can even record it if you want and share it with your colleagues. We're going to go through the catechism of the Council of Trent. You can see what the rad trads are really up to. Turn it around on them. Maybe this will work in the favor of tradition and you'll end up converting some FBI informants. Who knows? Or FBI agents. As always, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you think in the comments. This has been the Kennedy Report. And until next time, God bless.